0: of y'all. You can ease aches, pains, and inflammation and arthritis with topical CBD. Cosmetics Hemp Pain Cream provides immediate relief by combining the powerful regenerative properties of CBD with other botanical ingredients. Each bottle of Cosmetic Hemp Pain Cream is packed with 400 milligrams of their patented water-soluble CBD, ensuring maximum absorption into the skin. Be kind to your skin. And head over to causemedicated.com, C-A-U-S-E, medicated.com. And use the South of Scruffy promo code SOS20 for 20% off of your entire order. All right. That was an ad. Let's do a show. Welcome in, guys. Thanks for joining me, South of Scruffy podcast. My name is Ben Fields. I am your host This is my podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. We've got Mike McGill on the show today. Mike McGill is an accomplished musician here in Appalachia. He's been around doing it and doing it and doing it well for 20 years, a better part of it. So um, part of the Barstool Romeos, Drunk Uncles, and then Mike McGill is his solo stuff. Um, He's fantastic. Looking forward to hearing from him. Um, I want to thank... Uh, a couple people two people uh in particular that have really helped me get this podcast off the ground and i really really appreciate their help uh one of those people was my first guest matt honkinen uh not only was he a guinea pig but he uh, uh for the podcast it helped us just nail down the format he um he also uh composed a custom piece of music uh for the podcast that's the music that you heard just before this and that you hear at the end right before the uh right before my outro. So, uh thanks to him and I want to thank Mike Deering. Uh, Mike Deering is uh, an audio engineer um and he has mixed uh the past f- the last four episodes and and hopefully he'll continue to do that for us making sure that it sounds good, um getting all our levels right because you know, I'm just out here in-, in the shop doing it and hoping that you know, it's turning out okay and it doesn't always do that, but you'd never know it because uh Mike is such a talented dude. So thanks to both of those guys all right mike mcgill he is the real deal y'all he um he lives he lives it man he lives exactly what he says he does and he's fantastic i hope you guys enjoy our chat we sure had a hell of a good time doing it so uh let's get into it here we go mike mcgill just talking yeah that's all there is to it
1: (laughs) i've only done it about half my life yeah
0: talked yeah
1: (laughs) and got paid for it you know yeah
0: how is it? Sound like right?
1: official and shit. We
0: are. We need those little popper stoppers in front of yeah. us Yeah. So, so our. P- <laughs> so our p- <laughs> man, <laughs> this money. thing on. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing, man? Man, I'm all right. Yeah. I'm alive. Yeah. yeah. I seem to run into you about I don't know once a year. Every couple. Well, it's years.
1: really about all I can like stand you. <laughs> just so everybody knows out there, <laughs> I've never really liked you. <laughs> And it's not changed that much yeah. since then.
0: Well, I, it's nice of you to come by
1: <laughs> and and endure this. <laughs> oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. No, I I was uh I was really tickled when um I don't know, I ran into you like several years ago and I hadn't seen you in forever. Yeah. And like I was saying earlier, you know, last time I seen you you were a wild man and running around with your underwear on outside, upside down outside and on your head and stuff, and talking in foreign tongues, and not much uh, has changed. Yeah, well, you know that's uh I, that's why I, like, I mean, you know, that's why we got. That's a why long I time. thought I'd give you a second a shot, yeah. you know. <laughs> but uh, no, I ran into you, and I was uh, so excited to uh, to see you because when we when we had met, that was kind of a a little bit of a wild crazy time in our life, you know, and there was just all kinds of. Um, silliness and stuff going on and sure. it was uh it was a lot of fun. So What well, you were were you working at, at Dollywood at the time? I was yeah. working at a place called Westgate Resorts. Okay. It was a uh uh a timeshare resort. Okay. I had went to a um I went to get I went down to um God, I can't even remember where it was, maybe um Greenback, Von Or yeah. somewhere down in there uh where nobody else knows where the hell it is yeah, either yeah. uh and a, but a, a buddy of ours a, a a friend of a buddy of mine a banjo player that I used to play with a guy named Floyd Bailey he had this dude named Ben Jones and Ben was an old um old uh, carpenter music lover uh you know uh bootlegged whiskey yeah. loved music had parties had epic parties, you know, always had uh, a bunch of crazy hillbillies coming around playing bluegrass music and all that stuff with him. And uh, I went down there and met this guy named Kenny Bolin. And Kenny was a timeshare salesman way back in the day, also a banjo player. And uh, he heard me singing at this party and we kind of met and talked a little bit and then met each other at a few other things, uh little festivals here and there yeah. and stuff. And he came to me with an idea. He's like, Hey, I work for this company that sees a hundred and I think it was 150,000 families a year. Oh wow. And said, I work with this company and why don't, uh, he said, I've got this idea to pitch that to the owners. Um, While these people are sitting in this lobby waiting to go on this crime share tour, you know, (laughs) (laughs) um, we'll go in and just keep them. Hey, look at the monkey, you know, distract them and keep them entertained. Um, So they're not sitting there thinking, you know, what am I about to get into? What the hell did you drag me up here for Dollywood tickets? I'd have bought you Dollywood tickets, you know, that kind of thing. (laughs) So you were playing music? We were playing music, yeah. yeah. So we pitched that thing, and it took off. Yeah. They bought it, and, uh, man, we went up there and fleeced all those Yankees and all those people <laughs> that were coming through the park and just made boatloads of money yeah. and played music in front of a fireplace and uh, worked uh, worked three or four hours a day. I was a single dad at the time, and I had left a job in uh I was working in service at a car dealership. Okay. I had been in the car business for a while, and um, I hated it. You know Mm -hmm. I mean? Nobody likes to work for –
0: I hate to work.
1: You kidding me? No. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So uh, I had left there and uh, went up there and uh, did that, and it started working out great. And I was a single dad. I was able to take my daughter to school every morning. Yeah, pick her up every afternoon. You were working at nights? No, I was working in the mornings. Okay, it was like from nine o'clock till one o'clock in the afternoon. We were done. Find a music. Find me a music gig that does that exactly. Yeah, and getting paid, Jack. Yeah, you hear me? Yeah, I mean getting paid. Yeah, like good money, making real good money.
0: Was your and was,
1: had all the creative control? Yeah. And you know
0: all the stuff, so it was in, it was pretty incredible. Did you did uh, the money you took home depend on whether or not they sold the timeshare? Or did you get, no, no, we we pitched a deal.
1: No, they 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 bought it hook, line, and sinker. You know, <laughs> hey, who you dealing with? Yeah, you know, no <laughs> joy bananas over here. This is we put we put the right pitch on them, and you know we made um you know we just we made good money. Yeah, we made really really good money. And uh, and then we had uh, so much of that that was uh, um, money that was made in cash because we had product to sell. Sure, and we and see if we'd have worked for Dollywood or for Dixie Stampede or some of the theaters up there, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have had any control over the show. Right. We wrote our own show. The all the stupid jokes, all the corny whatever's. Um, Was it like a variety show? Yeah, oh, okay. we would do. We'd come out there in the morning, and uh, you know, hit these people with this hard-driving forty-five-second burst of bluegrass music, and they just looked like a damn UFO had just landed in the place yeah, and the didn't Yankees. know what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like what the hell's going on? <laughs> and um, you know, once we got done with that, then. Um, We'd go into the stick, you know. How'd you sleep last night? Oh man, I slept like a log. Woke up in the fireplace half lit this morning. They ate it up. <laughs> oh, they ate it up. We just fleeced them. Took all their money. <laughs> and um, so it was. And then we did a um, we did a show on Monday nights in the. Um, Well, for lack of better words, this is a uh, tongue in cheek here, but on the kill floor, you know, where they took everybody upstairs to do their pitch for the timeshare. Yeah. um, It was a big, it was this big giant log cabin in the sky, basically. Yeah. You know, and we had a sound guy and we had a, we put on an hour show, a complete show. Okay. Um, And they got a dinner. And so there would be two or 300 people uh 150 families yeah. up there you know that were staying on the grounds for the week and they got their own private show there without having to leave the resort and going to
0: yeah Lumber,
1: lumberjacks or us yeah. or yeah you know all that yeah all that stuff
0: was that the first like full-time music gig you were able to carve out for yourself yes was it yeah
1: and I just totally jumped in it and said, the hell with it. And just, you know, I remember my dad was, you know, he was a, uh, my dad's 85. So At the he's, time? Uh, no, now. now. Okay. But he just, just in, in general, he's just that much older. Yeah. So he's from, you know, he's just a different breed. Yeah, yeah. Those people are just yeah. different people. Yeah. Speaking of outer space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And I remember him telling me, he said, uh, he said uh he goes well, I'm just worried you know he he was always afraid to take a chance cuz he was a talented guy too he would sing and play and yeah but um that uh that unconventional way of making a living wasn't available back then
0: right was he a musician yeah okay yeah and so was it almost like you you were getting to live a dream that he did- totally yeah, totally. That he yeah. didn't know existed. Yeah. That's or, cool. Or that you could do. Yeah.
1: And he was like, um, well, what's gonna happen? Where's where's the loyalty, you know? And I was like, and and what had happened with him in his position. My dad was very successful because he 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 got in a sixth grade education, um, and then left school. Family were sharecroppers. Couldn't read or write, was laying block in Fountain City when the first KUB substation went in. Gotcha. And um Mark B. Whitaker, the guy who the if you go over off of um Riverside Drive, yeah. the old water plant building yeah. there on the river. Uh-huh. That's the Mark B. Whitaker water plant. Oh, it really? was named after him. Okay. Well, he's seen my dad working there every day. On time, working hard, blah blah blah. Your dad worked at K U B? He worked there laying blocks on oh, the original gotcha. substation. Okay. And the old man seen him and asked him if he could read, write, and do arithmetic. Yeah. That's math for all you dummies out there that don't know <laughs> they are still rolling your pants leg up and running around with a tinful on your head. <laughs> uh <laughs> they asked him if he could do that and he lied and he said, Yeah, I know, you know. He didn't know nothing. Right. But got a job with KUB and then retired 39 years later and was in charge of the entire water supply of the city of Knoxville, Tennessee for years. At Riverside Drive? Yeah. Was a plant operator. That's
0: crazy. Isn't that nuts? Yes. That's nuts.
1: (laughs) I mean, all because... I guess, fate, serendipity, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, he had a work ethic. The, the old man who was the, the big cheese seen it and just took a chance on this little skinny kid.
0: Yeah. I um, did some work with the Friends of Literacy, just some, just some you know, work for, for them for it's kind of some pro bono stuff to help them market. Yeah. And, and what, something that stuck out to me that one of the ladies said, that people that can't read are really smart. Because they've had to socially engineer their way through life without having to know how to read and and just kind of figure out how to make it work. And
1: without letting it be known. Yeah. Without being embarrassed. Yes. Yeah, I was, um, that's funny you say that because uh, uh, my daughter, Hannah, uh, her, um, her mother's dad. So her grandfather uh, was—he couldn't read. Yeah, I had no idea. No idea. <laughs> really? No idea. Yeah. And I knew the man for years. Just as smart as anybody else. Yeah. Maybe smarter. Yeah. And you'd ask him, say, "Hey, you know, you know." I mean, he wouldn't. Uh, but he knew road signs. He knew yeah. directions. Mm-hmm. He knew. You know, yeah. He totally pulled it off. Yeah. And I never knew. Yeah. And then one day out of the blue, I don't, I can't remember the exact, but you know, I kind of put it together and I thought, man, he can't read. That's nuts. Yeah. So you're right. It's a real thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Even today, 2020, yeah. It's still, it's still happening. Absolutely. It is. That's why it's good that there's places like, one I mentioned, that, absolutely. You know, yeah. adult education. And we did
1: like something that. with them one time, Friends of Literacy. I can't remember. Just through the years, yeah. you know, of doing.
0: Well, it's a noble organization, stuff. Yeah, you know, if they're worth helping, yeah, you can do it. I see you got your Jimmy's shirt on. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy's uh, hadn't been around for a while now, but that place was something else, wasn't it? <laughs>
1: You've been at work all day. It's five o'clock and time to play. Go on, get there first. You've worked up a thirst. I'll meet you down
0: at Jimmy's. Did you write that jingle? Form? I did. Twenty nine,
1: seventeen Tassel Pike, Jimmy's old Southern pub.
0: <laughs> what is it? Dakotas now? Is that what it's called? It's or-
1: something else now. Is it really? I think it's. Uh, what was it? I went by there the other day. I haven't been back in it. Yeah. Since Jimmy, I neither sold it, and then Jimmy passed away. Okay. Um, well, what's the date on this shirt? I can't remember. Let's see. It was November. It's on the back, uh,
0: fought the good fight. Uh, Twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah. Um, but Jimmy became a. Uh, that was an interesting story. Really, I went to um, I went to school with Jimmy's both of his sons. Okay. His oldest son was in my. Um, graduating class. We were the same, same age of high school. That is. Um, we'll talk about college later.
0: Was that, uh, was that, uh, central? It was a Carter Carter.
1: high school. Yeah. And, um, uh, so 20 years goes by, I go to, I'm playing a gig in Nashville. <laughs> I know there's a 20 year reunion happening. And I thought, Hey, I'll, uh, I didn't RSVP, but screw it. I'll just I'm coming show back up. through. I'll just
0: show up. Yeah, no big deal. Uh,
1: totally looked different than what I did when I was in school. Anyway,
0: no Facebook then, so you no. didn't you didn't know what anybody looked yeah, like. right. right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I showed up and I ran into Rob, which was Jimmy's oldest son. Okay, when we went to school uh, was in my same grade, and we just kind of. We knew each other in school. We weren't buddy buddy or pals or nothing. Um, um, but you know, we certainly would say hi if we passed each other in the halls and things yeah. like that. But um We met at that twenty year reunion and just became pals. Just, just became, kept in
0: touch, kept up.
1: Yeah. Just uh he he asked me, he goes he goes, You still smoke grass? And I said, yeah, every chance I get. And he said, uh, hey, so I've got a joint. Where should we go smoke it? I said, you only got one joint? He goes, yeah, I just got one. And I was like, well, we'll smoke it any damn where we want to smoke it. I said, if we get busted, we'll eat it. You know, if you you really yeah. only have one? Yeah. Because yeah. this is the perfect number.
0: Yeah, exactly. Bing, bang, boom, you're done. Yeah, drop it and go. Yeah.
1: Yeah, fire it up, Jack. (laughs) So um, we just became good buddies. And um, uh, one day he was talking about his dad and the bar. And um, uh, I I had never played. I had played a couple of things, just me and a guitar, just me and solo. Yeah. Um, But I went down there on their slowest night. And Jimmy hired me to come in and pay me like a hundred bucks a night, you yeah. know, whatever it was. I think it was a hundred bucks. Start out with it was a hundred bucks. Yeah. On Thursday nights, play from like seven to 10, six to nine, whatever it yeah. was. And, uh, but do it by myself. Well, there you are in that place with that damn group of savages. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, savages, yes, Jack. Yes, you know you didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, if there was going to be chicken wings coming by you or cocaine coming by, yeah, you. Sure. you never knew. Sure. And uh, uh, so I went down there, and there's like all those TVs. I'm not playing all the top forty country pop hits, right? And that's what they wanted to hear, and really? I had to just immediately just tell them to go. Yeah. You know, can we curse? Yeah. I mean, you yeah. just oh, have yeah. to tell them yeah. "fuck yeah. off." Yeah. You know, you want to hear that shit? You just go back in your, go yeah. get in your car. Yeah, and turn on the
0: radio. Yeah, you can do that all day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it won't cost you a dime. Yeah, you can drink no beer in there. <laughs> I don't know the Jimmy's crowd
0: to figure out. Yeah, the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they
1: probably have a cooler that yeah. like worked off of uh, AC or something yeah. or DC. Yeah, yeah. But um, I just kind of developed. I just kind of own my I own my skills with the band and being entertaining uh-huh. up there in gallenberg right for all those years, you know like six years, yeah, two hundred shows a year, wow, you know, and uh so Jimmy's gave me the
0: path to go solo. the path to go solo yeah,
1: and to get a real big old gumption of
0: Guts and yeah. just do it. Yeah, I bet that's a, I bet that's a tough thing. That to, um, I bet it's easy to feel alone when you've oh, always had a band. It's you just you. get
1: up there and eating a bag of dicks, yeah. man. Sometimes you know because yeah. nobody wants to. You know, here's a George Jones song. Well, they yeah. could care. They could yeah. go out there and run a run headfirst into the street. Yeah, than to give a flip about a, You know something you were doing. Yeah, and you're just going through those motions, but. Also, all that time up there in Gatlinburg, too, you know anytime you're performing or anytime you're in a public eye, it's not all Wayne Newton and everybody loves you, sure, you know, yep, du cchet, you know it ain't all that <laughs> you're gonna have crickets, you're gonna yeah. have those times that you could have just stand up you could' just stood up there and played something so good. That it amazed you. You would have thought, there's no way I could have lined up behind a live microphone and recorded this and done it any better. Right. And you hear "Ah,
0: eh." one guy. Hey, give me another shot. Fuck you. (laughs) Clank, clank, clank. clank. (laughs) Beer's going in the trash. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um so that's you gotta I you bet. gotta have some thick skin, man. I bet
0: it's probably. but that
1: that Gallenberg thing kinda helped
0: me be okay with that living yeah. in that
1: space. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: Yeah. I I always think about stand up comics. And oh, just yeah. like oh same you, thing. You gotta just so much vulnerability. You know, when it's just you up there, and yeah. and you want some kind of reaction, yeah. and if the reaction's not good, if you're a sensitive person, I bet it could just wreck yeah. you right away. Oh, totally. You know, totally wreck.
1: <laughs> well, you you come up with a little something, you yeah. come up with a little line, mm-hmm. you know, or a little uh, little segue, or yeah. something to <laughs> get cause. you get you out of a mess. <laughs> yeah, uh, because you're always trying to. I started, as soon as I started, I thought, okay, I got to get 45 minutes of Killers together. Right. The stuff that I can play better than anything I know and the stuff that um, I can do it standing on my head. Yeah. I can do it with my eyes closed.
0: You know it's going to be good. Right.
1: And then just kind of weave, um, you know being just you couldn't be too vocal because you'd lose 'em. Right. So you had to you know how to tie it in and, and take that, that undulating ride, you mm-hmm. know?
0: A little cool-off song here and yeah. there, followed by one of your yeah. it just kills. And, yeah. Hot yeah. start, cold stop.
1: Yeah. Come in with a little thing, you know. I don't have to be doing this for a living. I could be out robbing your house right now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, come up here and put some damn money in the bucket. <laughs> Well, you think I'm doing this for my health? So I just turned on them. Right. I just took the Don Rickles you, approach. You and was the just asshole. like Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to. I'll carry a bag full of rattlesnakes up there, and I'll just throw them on them at any time
0: and kill them. How long did the did the Jimmy's thing go on? I did it. Oh, I think I did it like four years. Yeah, it's three or like- four years. That's great. Every week on Thursday. Every week on That's Thursday. Awesome. Did you? I bet you got to know everybody, and I bet I did. You, you got a following going and all that kind of totally stuff. Totally got a following
1: and met. Um, um I've said it many times, and, and a lot of people, you know, they think you're some kind of hayseed, whatever, blah blah blah. But um, the little beer joint saved my life. That's yeah. what it did. Yeah, it developed my my style. It made me a better artist. Mm -hmm. It made me a better performer. It made me a better entertainer. And um, it allowed me to um, pay my bills. Yeah. You know? And I I didn't ever live outside of my means enough that I had any more... Uh, you know, for a year, that's all I did. Yeah, and people would be like, "Well, you should go work for your buddy. He's got this business."
0: And I'm like, "No, I'm I'm good.
1: I'm not going to cross that line of friendship in business, right? Because I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I just got done doing it for yeah. six years up here that you people have no idea about, right? So now I got to prove it to myself and just wade through this and mm-hmm. and get after it again."
0: The last time I saw you perform, I hate to say it's been this long, but uh, I, I knew you were performing that night, and I walked into Barley's right around Christmas time, and you were wearing a damn Santa suit, sing, oh, yeah, the, singing uh, Back Door Santa, oh, and I yeah. was like, my God, this Clarence rocks. Carter, Clarence Carter. Clarence Carter. <laughs> oh, and I heard that song the other day, and I can't help but think about oh, Mike McGill. <laughs> that's awesome. said <laughs> that song. And that place was going nuts, man. Well, that's a... Um
1: that's something we've uh I started um this year, uh, this past uh December twenty second was the seventh annual Mike McGill Christmas Spectacular. Love it. And it's uh I started it totally out of um selfish reasons. Why else do you do shit? <laughs> yeah, right. Don't sell me that <laughs> High and mighty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm doing it for the children. Yeah. No, you're not. I'm
0: doing this podcast doing to help it. people.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Um <clears throat> but it started out totally selfish. Uh so um what what year was it? Uh well it'd been seven years ago. It would have been eight years ago. Um so twenty twenty
0: yeah, twenty twelve. Twenty twelve was the
1: uh, the end of the world, the Mayan thing. Oh yeah, remember, remember that? that? Yeah, I do. We're still okay. here. Yeah, <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> dumb dumb. <laughs> um, the uh Rodney um golly, What's Rodney's name? Who uh, who is he? At Barley's, he oh, was the yeah. GM back there for I years. I love Rodney. <laughs> I don't know his last name. Rodney, Rodney Lee. Lee. Rodney Lee. Yeah, yeah, I love Rodney. I do too. Yeah. Um he came to me one day uh, during that, and he goes, you hear, it's the end of the world, you know. And I'm like,
0: yeah, that's what they say. I can hear him saying that. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. You're going to love this bullshit. Yeah. It's the end of the
1: world. Because he's real dry. He's you know? so dry. He's so dry. Yeah. And uh, he goes, uh, yeah, well, why don't you put together um, um, a family band type of thing, Yeah. A Willie Nelson kind of something, something, blah, 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 blowout And let's, you know, if the world ends, at least we'll be having a party when we go. Oh, yeah. And I thought, well, okay, that's cool. So we did. And I got three. I think I got, let me say this. Let me think about this. Right, I think I got five different groups, local groups, and split everybody into like three or four song blocks.
0: Oh, okay. So, so that
1: would cover like
0: two hours. So you just host? You hosted it? And you I had just kind of
1: hosted and it. Had
0: set up different, different, and just, just had up
1: people up. just line up and That's come up a cool. big revolving door.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Because and and I invited all the people that I never got to go see play
0: That's that cool. I liked
1: mm-hmm. because I was always working. Yeah, I was playing. You know, at the height of doing the solo stuff, I'm usually playing. Uh, 150 shows a year. That's awesome. You know, so um, so I did that, and, and we did it, and it was a big success, and we got finished with it that night, and I said, hey, Rodney, I said, let's do it again. I said, we should just do it every year. I said, yeah. let's turn it into a Christmas thing. Yeah. And he goes, uh, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. And I was like, yeah, Mike McGill's Christmas Spectacular. <laughs> it's got know? a ring to it's it. it. <laughs> and he went along with it and lo and behold we did it the first 3 years and it was great and um and then we turned it to a um to a benefit for second harvest Oh awesome for their uh food for kids program and cool. then summer food for kids program That's awesome and so over the last 4 years we've raised nearly $20,000 That's awesome Mike and fed you know, how many ever thousands of kids yeah. that is. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, uh, and it's been amazing. That's so awesome. I'll continue to do it. Good. I love it. It was a big success. And, good. Uh, you know, we do, I get, I try to get um, anybody that's passing through artist-wise and then local musicians who are out there working, people that I respect,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and people that are good, Yeah. you know, I want them to be, they gotta have the chops. This one jackass at a time. And when I'm up there, <laughs> I got the chops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um uh, uh, um so yeah, that's the it's kind of uh picked that way and it's a first come, first serve, and 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 I had more people approach me this year wanting to do it. That's awesome. Than I have in the past seven, so it's it just so, really
0: cool. That is cool. It's become a thing, man. It's uh, become and, a thing people know about, look forward to, and
1: yeah, we raised um, we raised over thirty five hundred bucks this year. That's so awesome, man. So and that's uh, you know that's putting about four hundred people in barley's. Yeah, on a Sunday night. Yeah, at eight o'clock. Yeah,
0: which is about as big or big much as that place can handle. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, have you been? What have you been working on most recently? Still solo stuff? Playing around? Well, most recently, um,
1: uh, I had, as we were talking before the podca- podcast started, I had moved back in with my mom and dad, kind of yeah. taking care of them. Sure. So, um, music's kind of been cut in half. Yeah, backseat. Kind of to took family. a little backseat to family yeah. and getting that stuff done. But yeah. We'll do uh you know, I've got uh lots of solo stuff. I still do a, um um uh, a Monday night uh patio gig from April through October with Aubrey's restaurant. The Straw Plains one. The Straw Plains. Yeah. And this year we'll see. I don't know. Um but we're gonna talk about maybe
0: taking it or to the different shops to the different the locations. Shop. Yeah. That's a good idea. And just show up.
1: Yeah. And that way I can put together three sets of my tightest stuff, mm-hmm. blow in there, hit them with it full mm-hmm. blast, get yeah. out, and I don't have to worry about show getting stale. Yeah. I don't have to worry about trying to keep my monikers up or my, right. my you know, everything new people going. new people every night. Right.
0: Yeah, that's cool.
1: <clears throat> but they've been a godsend too. Jody um, – Jody Slimps, the general manager, or was the general manager up there at Aubrey's, and I think, I think from what I understand now, he's kind of taking a little bit of a role, of, yeah. uh, regional type thing. So we'll 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 play around with that. Mm-hmm. That'll definitely be something that might be coming down to, to coming mm-hmm. down the pike, and then we'll have um, some once a month things at Jig and Reel, and uh, and then um, it's a great room. And then me and my buddy uh, Andy Perkle, we. Is that you Sarah's know, brother? It is. Okay. We have the uh, Barstool Romeos that we've yeah. done for years, and uh, we'll how'd be that... doing some full band shows
0: with that stuff. So, yeah. How did how did that come up? Because I remember the Barstool Romeos. How'd that band get started?
1: Well, uh, we were at a petting zoo. <laughs> I was covered in salt. Uh, I kind of looked at Andy, and I looked at the animals, and I thought, well, who's the real victim here? Uh. <laughs> and then you know we said hey you wanted to you wanted to start a band um so yeah and you guys you got any more questions you want to answer
0: (laughs) not after that
1: no (laughs) um really what happened was uh andy and i had kind of known each other um going back to the gallenberg days jeff barbara um was uh, kind of down on his luck for a while, and we needed a um, fourth person to the group up there, so we hired Jeff in oh, to okay. come and play at Gatlinburg. Okay, cool. I got him that job, and uh, indirectly with all of that and everybody being friends and how East Tennessee is here, yeah. Uh got to know... Uh, Son of Sarah's family, and Andy, of yeah. course, was uh, one of those. And um, and we had played for a while, uh, and just kind of knew he, Andy was in a punk rock band called Speed Shifter. Oh, that's a good, good, good group. Yeah, yeah. And um, they and uh, they were really punk. You know, yeah. Pompadours, life beaters, yeah. Didn't, didn't you know, Marshall Stacks, yeah. you know, didn't give two flying shits about nothing. Yeah,
0: you know. And uh Have you seen how that's kind of crossed over into Rockabilly and like that whole yeah. stuff? That the, the yeah. whole the whole thing of what well, punkabilly or whatever it's called? It's interesting how that's kind of overlapped in the past ten or fifteen years.
1: Yeah, the uh the, the rockabilly thing's kind of its own
0: um kind of been its
1: own deal for a little while, yeah. Um, with um, all these greasers and these followers, you yeah. know, and these people that want to uh, they dress and live that lifestyle, yes. And you they've got them the mod uh, dining rooms and the mod uh, dens and yeah. all the crazy stuff, you know, and the tiki bar and the you know, and their hair slicked back and they got tattoos up yeah. their face, and yeah, you
0: know, yeah, pant legs rolled up and.
1: Yeah. Well, one of the big ones that was uh came out of here for over the last um four or 5 years, I think. He's in Nashville now, but it was Scott Hines with uh, Royal Hounds.
0: Yeah. They're good. Yeah. Yeah, they're very good. Yeah, it seems like they've got a little <laughs> bit of a rotating cast at drummer, but uh but yeah, the well. but him and, and their um uh guitar player chicken picking guy. Um, yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, and they seem to be making yeah. a, making a living doing that.
1: Yeah, they they I think they are, and uh, you know, um, any of that kind of thing, whether it's punk rock or the uh, or the
0: uh,
1: or the rockabilly thing yeah. or the, uh, it's all really n- niche stuff. Yeah, you know,
0: but it's a good time.
1: It's when a totally you, good time. Yeah, it's totally something different. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's, it's, um, it, I liken it to things that you, um, it's familiar, you know, Everybody because you've heard out. some of that beat, you've mm-hmm. heard that, tic-tum, 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 yeah. you know, that kind of thing. It's a train. <laughs> yeah. It's a train. Yeah. Um, um, but, um, so there's a little familiarity to it.
0: But it's got a little different um, twist it's, to it. But it's it. fresh. Yeah. Yeah. It's fresh. It's not something you hear every day. You yeah. See every day. So uh so that's Barstool Romeo's uh the yeah. drunk uncles. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I've wow. always
0: called you Uncle Mike. Uncle Mike.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's that's how you met me. Yeah. When you run around with underwear on your head.
0: <laughs> At the bullet alley. At the bullet alley. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
1: Yeah. Um, well, okay, so Back to Gatlinburg, that's how that first big thing of saying, oh, wow, I can do this. Mm-hmm. They're going to pay me money. I'm going to make how much? Yeah. And all I got to <laughs> do is act naturally, right? <laughs> you know? So um, the drunk uncles came out of all of that after Jeff got hired on as kind of just kind of a an alter ego of of the of, of the resort? Of the resort. And then you left? Um Well no, we we did some drunk uncle shows while okay. we were still playing okay. at the resort. Gotcha. The resort was the Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. you know, make the donuts. Yeah. That's the make the donut gig. And the drunk Trying uncle- to make the donuts.
0: <laughs> Where are you going?
1: Gotta make the donuts.
0: <laughs> and so the drunk uncle. Can't was believe
1: I the- gotta make the donuts. <laughs> that that's that gig. And the drunk uncles were just kind of like uh, an alter ego.
0: Gotcha. Because
1: everybody's got a drunk uncle. Sure. And it's usually one of their favorite members of the family and they're a little crazy yeah. or Yeah.
0: You know. So they you might they
1: that- might say something that's you're just kinda like, Oh, that was was the, was that
0: funny? Yeah.
1: Was that right? <laughs> it was really funny. In front of all
0: these people you said that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um That kind of started up, and we started playing uh, classic country music. So we started doing corner lounge, and we just started just doing bit shows. Mm -hmm. So just, uh, um, you know, the music business is the wrestling business. The more fuss you can make about your gig, everybody knows you're good when they hear you. Right. Okay? But if you got people telling them you're good. Right. These will line up. Yeah, sheeple. That's it. Yeah. You know, they'll buy it. Yeah. And they'll continue to go. Yeah. And and I think one of the big things that was fun about the uncles were um, none of us were taking it seriously enough. Uh, we were trying to do our best, but we weren't taking it seriously enough to um, interfere with the fun, the people seeing us have fun.
0: If that yeah. makes any sense. Didn't take yourself too seriously, didn't take the gig too seriously. Exactly. That's
1: what I was trying to say. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so we did
1: that for a while and that went on. And um Andy came around and he would come up and sit in on a few things with us. And then uh he came over to my house one night and um he said uh he said he'd want um he'd want a lottery ticket. Like a big one? Uh well if, like a thousand dollars or eight hundred dollars. Yeah, that's yeah. Not nothing. so that's a <laughs> that's a big one to yeah. me. Yeah. Um uh so uh he had won a ticket and he had bought him an acoustic guitar. Okay. And he showed yeah. up one night and started playing uh started playing these songs that he had written and they were just they were great. Really? Yeah. And I mean they blew me away and you didn't
0: know him as a as a songwriter? I didn't
1: know. I knew him as a punk rocker. Really? Wild man. Yeah. 300 pounder with a pompadour and a wild yeah. beater and you know, yeah. going nuts, sweating and spitting. And, and spitting on people. Yeah. 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 So he started uh playing these songs and uh I was just like I started playing some leads which I never did. I was always a rhythm guy mm-hmm. and a singer. Mhm. Uh, It's all I ever wanted to be. Right. I didn't want to be the the lead guy.
0: Right. And
1: I don't know. I guess I played something that was sounding pretty good. And he was like, hey, you should start doing that. So I started doing that. And the next (laughs) thing you know, he's talking me into getting an electric guitar.
0: Oh, no. Did you do it? Yeah. 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 Uh,
1: Begrudgingly. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I don't know. This thing's got switches and knobs and buttons. And I said, "This I'm a fucking nervous wreck. Yeah. I can't play this. I don't know what to do with it. This seems it. like a lot of work.
0: I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with well, it. Well, he was out of his comfort zone, it seems Totally like. out of his comfort and zone. And so were you at this point, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: And I think that's one of the, um, the real beauties of that whole uh, faction yeah. that was, we started. And then we started writing things. And played originals at your and shows? And played all originals. All you know?
0: originals at your shows? Wow. Yeah. And we like the first gig,
1: it was Tim Lee three and mm-hmm. uh Kevin Abernathy, who, um, you know, if your audience don't know are like guitar, electric guitar gurus. They're gods. Yeah. I mean, they're southern rock, rock and roll, mm-hmm. blues, they're the shit. Tim
0: Lee has been mentioned on the show before. Yes. Yeah.
1: They're they're the shit. And uh, you know, Kevin moved to LA back in the day in the eighties and, you know, played all the uh, Van Halen and heavy metal Montrose and all the crazy really? stuff out there. Yeah. yeah. So but they we had like six songs that we could play. Yeah. And we had written we've probably written five of them. We might have had one cover. I think we did a Hank Williams cover. Mm, senior? Yes. Yeah. Um what was it? It was uh, Lost Highway. Great song. I'm going down. Da, 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 da. So we kind chunk of chunk-a-chunked of it and yeah. did a little rock and roll with yeah. it, you know. Yeah. And uh, But we had written the rest of them, and they were, they were people calling us, wanting us to play gigs. Really? And I'm like, we only know six damn songs. <laughs> It'd take us 27 minutes, and we're done. Yeah. You, you, we're
0: going to have to open for somebody.
1: <laughs> we know nothing else, you know. I knew no solos other than the ones that I had made up myself to play in for these Andy. six songs. Yeah. <laughs> and um but we did it and people just loved it and then the next thing you know we wrote an album and and then we wrote another one and it's just we've just been buddies and (laughs) partners in crime we've been through all kinds of stuff together you know good bad and ugly and um, still playing together
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah did you guys tour at all we did mm-hmm. we did, we we did a with the first record we did was uh called uh, Twisted Steel and Sex Appeal. Mm-hmm. And it was an old uh that was an old take off of uh, a Dusty Roads saying from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Dusty Roads baby. Mm-hmm. American Dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um So um it's that
0: that that album that album name has a little bit of a punk rock feel to it or, or something yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, it was, Did you let Andy name that one? <laughs> no, I think I came up with Did it. Did you? Yeah, yeah, I think
1: I was the big wrestling geek. You yeah. Know? Um, and, well, i tell you, I'll tell you exactly. And if he was here, he'd, t- he'd go, no, hell no, I'll tell you how it happened. <laughs> I promise
0: you yeah. he would say Every that. good story is told three times. He <laughs>
1: would say, this asshole showed up and said, I'm producing this record, and I'm naming it, and I'm doing it, and that's the way it's going to be. <laughs> So just get ready for it. And that's what happened. Yeah. Okay. So I just pulled rank. Just like, I'm doing
0: it. Where did you guys record that record? We recorded that
1: one up in Maryville at a little place called uh, Music Row Studios with okay. a guy named Scott
0: Rader. Okay. I've heard his name. Yeah. I've actually worked with him before on. I think uh, he worked
1: in TV and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's what yeah. I've worked with him on. Yeah. He's
0: mixed some commercials that I've yeah. done before and added some. You know, Real sound good guy. To- I, I've dealt with him via email, and he was awesome. And I, I think I've talked to him on the phone a couple of times. I didn't know he did the he did the studio kind of stuff. That's cool. Yeah, I, yeah. What's
1: he it? did a wonderful job on that record. Uh, you know, we had the, I guess our big hit off that record was Cheap Bourbon Whiskey, mm-hmm. and uh, that one was played a lot. We got yeah. a lot of airplay, uh, um, all over the world with that one. Really, That's it's awesome. Um, and then we did um and then Andy had a real bad accident, which he nearly lost his right hand. Oh man. And a uh he was a um he worked for um Goodson Brothers Coffee. He was a yeah. line um uh, industrial mechanic.
0: Yeah, worked on oh worked on the machines he and worked the plant. on the
1: machines and the plants yeah. and all that mm-hmm. and lockout, no lockout, something happened, pop, pop. And it was bad. TRI, right? does he keep his hand? He did. And, uh, has gotten back to the point where he can, um, he doesn't have a lot of feeling in it, but he, yeah. he's doing pretty good at actually being able to play again and stuff. Yeah. But that sidelined us for. We were really going hot and touring on that first record, and mm-hmm. people were really eating it up. Yeah. And, um, that accident happened, and it set us back a couple of years. Yeah. You know.
0: That's a bummer, man. Yeah. It's like you got a day job to to keep your hobby going, yeah. and your day job gets in the way. Yeah. You know, the thing you
1: love. Exactly. And yeah. everybody's like, you know, uh, why ain't not you wrote no songs? Well, sorry, but yeah. this guy almost lost his hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: sorry. Is that okay with you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know. You still wipe your ass, all yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs>
0: because he doesn't jack rag. Yeah. You know,
1: whatever. Yeah, but um, so that's the uncles, right? That was the Romeo. That yeah, was the Romeo's. I mean. Um, yeah, yeah I go. We got ahead of ourselves a little bit, but yeah. yeah, no. Jeff and I, we went. We did the uncles, and uh, <laughs> we also recorded. Uh, we <laughs> recorded uh, uh, a CD called "Smashed Hits," mm. <laughs> and um,
0: you and Jeff Barbara.
1: As the drunk uncles, yeah. As
0: the drunk uncles, okay. How and many it, people were in that band? Six, I think. Okay, gotcha. Uh, same, same cast and crew the whole time. Uh, no, it was a, it was a mixture
1: of folks. But it was always you two. It was always us two. Yeah. yeah.
0: I called him Uncle Jeff. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> that, yeah, <You> <laughs> yeah. That's that's and, and you know for years. I mean, Jeff and I had a. A really good relationship for for many years, and then uh, um, the uncle started kind of taking off, and I was um, I had fell into this kind of this uh, deal that I was the only one who was wanting to make this a living.
0: Yeah, you were the one putting the band first, and and it was a yeah. it was a thing. I'd for take any gig. To, yeah whatever yeah 20 bucks 50 bucks 100 bucks 600 bucks,
1: yeah. whatever it was you know yeah. i just wanted to play because mm-hmm. i didn't have anything else going
0: yeah and didn't want to do anything right else. but jeff had other stuff going or jeff had that?
1: a lot of other stuff going and then some of the other guys in the band did too and mm-hmm. it just never it never panned out to be able to go in that direction yeah. so jeff uh actually bowed out
0: as a founding member, as and a very, founding
1: member, yeah. and we tried to keep it going for a little while. With um, um we got with uh, Steve Wildsmith with the mm-hmm. Daily Times, and he did an article on it. Because
0: I told Jeff,
1: I said, if you're doing this, we need a record of it, so people,
0: yeah, so people accept it.
1: They accept it, and they know there's no there's no BS here. Yeah. This
0: is why you're
1: you're looking to do something else. Yeah. And, and it went on for a while. And then um, it, we had a little success, but it was never the same. Right. You know, then the yeah. magic was lost. And yeah. so. Um, That's
0: tough, man. The personalities part of it. And the, you know, you've, you've got to be artists and people that can make your art together. But then there's also the people part of it, too, yeah. which seems like it gets in the way of so many different great things that could have been, you know? It does.
1: It does a lot of times. And I think. I th- I think there's uh I think there's a lot of um uh I think there's a lot of contributing factors to that stuff. Yeah. And and um, you know, the number one thing is uh uh unless you're really making a difference, you ain't making no fucking difference. Right. Just play the gig. Yeah. Just get a job, make some money, yeah, have some fun. I understand that. Do the deal. Yeah.
0: You know, yeah.
1: Be friends first. Yeah. Don't and, let that stuff. Uh, but
0: that's you know. Yeah, and, such and, is life, right? Sure. So many bands get together with just their buddies, and they want to get yeah. to get their guys that they can see themselves mm-hmm. hanging out with and traveling with on the road and doing yeah. all that and making music together and and having fun. But then it seems like any any time the the band becomes important, or you know. it, it has a little bit of responsibility on it you know it seems like the you know the the personal side of it the reason you got into it to begin with to hang out with your buddies kind of takes a back seat yeah and and it can that seems like it's fractured a lot of a lot of groups you know over the years yeah it does
1: and and you know you just gotta everybody's gotta want want it for the same reasons Mm
0: -hmm. feel you yeah um, do you have any gigs coming up soon? Or no. I know you said you've taken some After time off. After this
1: show, no one's hiring me ever again. My <laughs> career's over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're right. This is career suicide this for is, everybody. <laughs> <is> it. <laughs> it's over. It's <laughs> over. Um, well, you're playing next Christmas at Barley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the
1: Sunday before Christmas. Um, no. Um, actually, um we're, um, I, I'm waiting to, uh, receive some dates. Um, there's a possibility of a, uh, February 28th at Jig and Real. Oh, cool. So, uh, just keep your eyes peeled to their, cool. uh, to their website and, or, um, you know, you can find me at Facebook mm-hmm. backslash yeah, Mike I'm- McGill and all that stuff. So you can find that and, uh,
0: McGill Billy on Instagram. McGill right? Billy on Instagram yeah.
1: and uh you know we can get you copies of uh the the new solo record that was recorded just right down the street here from where we're at right now. Yeah, but, what what's that about? That studio. It's John and Mary um Podio. It's Top Hat Recording Studio. They were and It's um, here in the neighborhood. Yeah, right here. They were um they were from um Austin originally, and um, our buddy um, Tim Lee and mm-hmm. Susan. Yeah, they were buddies with them. They had uh, recorded a bunch of stuff throughout the years uh, in bits and pieces with with John and Mary down in Austin, or when back when they were in New York too, and. Um, they were looking to get out of the Austin scene. It was just becoming real vanilla. It was becoming everybody's just sounds the same. Mm
0: -hmm. Were they from there? Do you know?
1: They weren't originally. They're originally from uh, Chattanooga. Okay.
0: Because a lot of people get moved to Austin because they think it's this, you know, beautiful, shiny music scene and get disenfranchised pretty quick because it's just, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's dress up cowboy stuff. It's
1: vanilla. It's sparkle, butt. White yeah. teeth, you know how white can your teeth get? Yeah. I mean, do you really wear that cowboy ass? hat? Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, really, you're gonna fight somebody.
0: Yeah. You know that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and you're playing stuff that has no substance. You know, and I, I don't want to be that guy no, that I, get I, off I, the long guy. Yeah, I know. And but you know. Yeah, I know. You're- Shit can't sound the same. Yeah. I did drives me fucking nuts. Yeah, I want to start stabbing people in the face <laughs> when a guy, he's a songwriter or a girl, and, and they get up there and they play 13 songs they've written, mm-hmm. and you don't know one from the damn next yeah, one. Yeah, they all sound
0: the same. It's like it's they're like, fishing for radio play almost.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, Jesus Christ, how do you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to an audience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I yeah, mean. Yeah. I wouldn't. I. I just. It wouldn't. It would never register in my mind to do that. Yeah. I because I felt I would always feel like I had an obligation to.
0: Maybe to try your, to entertain yeah, you just to, a little bit. Yeah, you have an inter, uh, an obligation to your audience to entertain <laughs> yeah. them. It's not about your yeah. whatever you're trying to serve. Yeah, and yeah.
1: about your little dead girl music you won't play. Yeah. yeah, or the you know the how many times you want to cliche something. Mm-hmm. Write a what,
0: write a snappy line
1: <laughs> that rhymes. Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, but um, so uh, they had lived down there for a while. And uh, and they had uh, John had gotten into the music, uh, the music scene and actually gotten in the music scene with another guy that's around here. Uh, it's just across the highway. John Baker. Do you know John Baker? No, I've heard the name though. Okay, I can't remember right off the top of my head. I, I would have to Google it or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, um, uh, because you know, if only our, our brains a, don't work yeah, anymore, well,
0: they don't need to. We've got a device yeah. in our pocket that, uh, that will get you straight. Yeah, th- a- 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 anything you need to know <laughs> <laughs> right yeah, <exactly>. away. Um, <laughs> you forget how to add once you got a calculator, you know, you don't need to. Yeah, anymore. <laughs>
1: yeah, naught, naught equals naught. (laughs) um that's zero plus zero equals zero for all you people catch up will (laughs) you
0: arithmetic yeah yeah (laughs) don't piss
1: me off (laughs) catch up damn it um no john baker has got a another arbor studios okay i knew i'd remember it yeah um and he's right over here um uh, brandon fulson um uh there's I'll think of some more, yeah. but some really good um artists have recorded over there well, John Baker and john uh podio, podio. down here, they kinda knew or Harvey John Harvey, and Mary Podio. Mm. excuse me I get Yeah, my sorry ad. about that I'll, john. Get, I'll get cut, yeah, he totes a razor, you yeah. know, <laughs> <I> called him <laughs> his wife's name. Good That's, man'll do that, yeah, 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 um. But uh, they had worked together and stuff up in, in New York and yeah. done some work with the Ramones and uh, Springsteen and that whole scene up there. And then they took off to Austin and did stuff with Jimmy Vaughn. Um, I'm trying to think of a couple of other guys that would be, noted, you know, name drop, not to name drop, no, but right. that people would recognize.
0: Yeah. Hillary Swank told me never to name drop in this yeah. business. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> No, it was she, Paul McCartney who told me that. Paul McCartney. We were talking, he said, never name drop in this business. You know? Really? No. Well, there <laughs> no, you go. Didn't.
1: Well, Sir Paul, fuck off. Um <laughs> it's probably a good thing. Um but no, they've they've worked with a lot of people and yeah. they went to Austin and uh they just got burnt out. The yeah. same scene, being down there for many, many, many years. Yeah. And uh lo and behold, they asked um um, uh, I guess valued Tim and Susan Lee's yeah. uh, opinion mm-hmm. and came and visited Knoxville and fell in love with the local scene in Knoxville yeah. and uh, which the rest of you momos need to do mm-hmm. uh, because there's so much good music here and uh, um, so really just a ton of creative people that it's, you it's, never would know and all no. you got to do is take a damn chance. Yeah, what else you gonna do? yeah you know sit yes. around and
0: uh crochet something, yeah.
1: just take a chance
0: mm-hmm. it's it's amazing to me the resources and the talent that we've got around here that you never even know about yeah you just name two you know uh you know high high up there uh recognized studios that are in my neighborhood that I don't even know about, yeah you know just miles,
1: yeah, you know literally just a few miles apart yeah. Um so John and Mary moved here and they built this, like I was telling you earlier, they built this studio with a house around it. And I mean it's amazing. <laughs> There's catwalks and places for the wires to go. There's a reverb chamber.
0: Real pros, They're
1: huh? Oh, just amazing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And, and you
0: recorded there? Yeah.
1: Solo album? I recorded my solo album there, and then we recorded the, uh, second Barstool Romeo album there called Last Call for Heroes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they were, and and, and I think both of them turned out just amazing. I'm gonna give them a listen. Yeah, you should, and I would be more than happy to, uh. Um, Are they on Spotify or any? Making an like introduction. That? Oh, yeah. the the albums. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can yeah. get all that stuff on mm-hmm. any of your favorite. Yeah. You know, however you download Streaming. your music. Yeah. 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 Any of
0: that stuff. We miss anything, Mike? Anything we failed to talk about?
1: No, just kind of. I've been telling you for years. I'm kind of a big fucking deal around here, Ben.
0: <laughs> I think we all know that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I only have big uh, deals here to the shop. So I, talk- hear you, <laughs> I hear you, buddy. I hear you. No, I mean, I just um, uh, I missed a little bit of uh, uh, other than the pocket. What are you doing now? Me? I mean, you've run me through that. Everybody's heard me run my mouth. Yeah, man. What um, are you doing now? I mean, you're a family man. You got,
0: yeah, all you know, that. All that good stuff.
1: What are you yeah. doing uh, professionally? Are you still in film? Yeah,
0: and uh, Shooting direct, um, all kinds of stuff. Commercials mostly. Nice. Promos and all that. Um, you know, we got the... The Discovery is here now, but they're, you know, right. operations. Okay. So we've got the HGTV and Food Network and, you know, Magnolia Network now, which is coming through this year. Um, that we just, we, we shoot all kinds of stuff for them. We, you know, I, I shoot those. I do documentaries too. I shot a fly fishing documentary in Columbia, <laughs> South America.
1: Speaking, yeah. Um, I but, knew you were a, um, um, uh, I knew you were an avid fisherman, yeah. a fly fisherman. Yeah, I love stuff. it, man. I've seen yeah. some of the stuff on Instagram and stuff.
0: Yeah, so I, I, I do that. That's So, you know, between being a dad and and and, and shooting and directing stuff, um, man, you know, fly fishing is my, my passion. So I've been able to combine those the last couple of years and shoot some— she was some international fly fishing gigs. So that's been my, my deal. That's awesome. And I was I was an actor when you and I when you and I yeah. met. So yes. Yeah, so. Because
1: we met with uh, all the people with the actors co-op yeah. out of A, the old black box theater yeah. down in Hamburg. Yeah,
0: and that was J- Jeff, Jeff and Sarah. Yeah. Um, that were doing all the original music for that. For and, uh, and what was
1: that? What was that the uh, production? The name of, Creek or something? Yeah, the
0: working title of it was the Cold Creek project. It, it, yeah. it ended up being called Measured in Labor. And Jeff Barber and Sarah Perkle wrote all the um, mm-hmm. wrote all the original music for it. So it was it, it was a it was a play that was written by a local guy named Alan Gratz, and then the um the music was all original by Jeff and Sarah. Right. And so we uh, we did that thing here. Um, we ran it for a couple weeks, and then we we toured around the southeast with it. Yeah, to all these different coal mining communities. It was mm-hmm. you know it was a play about the the coal mining experience. Um, and you know that's when you and I met. We're, we're at those parties after the after the show. Was, oh my was, god!
1: <laughs> I was
0: 19 years old, Mike. Oh, I know. I called you Young Ben. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I forget. Well, you I was said like, you said one ben. night you did. You called me Young Ben, and you said, <laughs> you <have> <laughs> <laughs> "Patience, you have none. Patience, you have none." Oh. But it's been a good ride since then, Mike, and I'm damn glad to. I'm damn glad to see you. Anytime I can catch up with you is awesome. Me too, man. I uh, I
1: like I was telling you earlier as well. Um, I'm really um, I love this.
0: It's cool. Um, the podcast is cool. It. You should do one yourself. I'd I'd love to. Um, you know enough people <laughs> to get them in to sit down oh for an hour God, and chat. All these crazy characters. I mean, we yes. ain't even told stories yet. I know. We got to save that for the second one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'd be I'd be honored to come back anytime. I'd love to learn a little bit more about uh, yeah. about it all, and um, we'll talk about it. Just so, um, just so happy to see you doing well. And
0: thanks, man. That I'm you're happy, see, and yeah. you're doing
1: good. And that's that's Thank a great you. thing. I appreciate you being here. Thanks a lot, Mike. Yeah. Well, don't mention it. Okay. <laughs> I won't
0: tell anybody.
1: <laughs> we'll hug later. Okay. This is getting weird. <laughs> Get your hand off my knee.
0: <laughs> go, go, gadget God. arms.
1: <laughs> That's the heavy petting zoo. <laughs> here I am, covered in salt. <laughs> Wondering who's really the victim here.
0: Thanks a lot, Mike. Hey, thank you, brother. Yep. God bless you. You too. Well, all right. That was Mike McGill. What a dude. Love that guy. He's really doing it. He's doing it well. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Again, I appreciate it. Go back, check out some of the previous podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, what else? Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. Listen up, subscribe. Uh, Find me at South of Scruffy on Instagram or email me at southofscruffy at gmail.com. Guys, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Super grateful. Keep listening. Love y'all.